0: Any of you guys played Tecmo Bowl on the Nintendo? If you have, you know the the secret, the technique where you go up and you go down and you go up and you go down and you go go up. And eventually all the players are on the field laying down. Uh, And that's who we're going to talk about today. His nickname is the Joystick. On today's Rookie Breakdown, we're going to talk about Penn State wide receiver KJ Hamler, who is a real-life version of Tecmo Bowl welcome into the lounge. Grab yourself a drink. Let's get ready to talk fantasy football. Now today, I'm going to be drinking some Henry McKenna 10-year-old bottled and bond 100 proof bourbon whiskey distilled out of the Heaven Hill Distillery in Kentucky. This here is a very good bourbon. It actually won bourbon of the year this year at the San Francisco Spirit competition. For anyone that's on the hunt for Blanton's. This bourbon right here is, in my opinion, an equal or better bourbon than Blanton's. It's much cheaper. If you can find them, the Henry McKenna, it's anywhere from 30 to $45. The Blanton's now is up to 65, 70. Uh, and in order to get that, most times you're either waiting outside in a line or you need to know the owner of the liquor store to get your hands on the Blanton. Now it is getting easier. It is getting easier. But this Henry McKenna, this is a damn good whiskey. Uh, I suggest any of you get into the whiskey scene, try this out. If you haven't been to my website yet, Roto Lounge, I just put out my first two articles. One on what actually defines a bourbon whiskey and the other is the Infinity Bottle. You can see over my shoulder here the Infinity Bottle I have on on my bar. Read an article that explains what the Infinity Bottle is and uh, how you can make one yourself at home. So let's get into breaking down K.J. Hamler, shall we? So K.J. Hamler was born uh, July 8th, 1999. He's from Detroit, Michigan. He transferred to the IMG Academy in Bradenton. K.J., what you know about Bradentucky, man? B-Town. IMG Academy is basically uh, a high school that uh, has four-star, five-star recruits. Um, really talented school. They're so talented there, they can't even compete for state titles. Uh, the best of the best go to IMG. Now, unfortunately for KJ Hamler, his senior year, uh, the kickoff classic, he tore his ACL, uh, did not get a chance to play there at IMG. Rehab the entire year, rolls into his college uh, freshman season at Penn State, and we'll get into that. But let's talk about the transition from high school to college and then how it translates from college to the pros. Now, we've talked about that on our previous episodes. Uh, We talked about Justin Jefferson. We talked about Van Jefferson. We talked about LaVisca Snault. And today, we're talking about K.J. Hamler. So, Hamler was a four-star recruit uh, coming out of high school. Uh, He was ranked 47th in his class uh, of wide receivers. And just to kind of give you um, just a few players in the top 50 that have that type of pedigree, DeAndre Hopkins was a four-star wide receiver. He was 26th in his class. Mike Williams from the Chargers, LA Chargers, was a four-star, 34th in his class. And most recently, Terry McLaurin was a four-star wide receiver and 36th in his class. Now, one wide receiver that really uh, reminds me of KJ Hamler is Tavon Austin. And when he came out of high school, he was a four-star recruited wide receiver, ranked 23rd in his class. And the reason I say that he compares to Austin is they have the same or similar build. The last time that Hamler uh, was weighed, it looked like he came in at 5'9", 176. And we're going to see more of that when the Combine rolls around next week. And I will be at the Combine. Any of you that are going to be there, uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Roto Lounge. I will be there Thursday night and Friday night watching the wide receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks. If you're out there, we'll stop, have a drink, have a beer. But we will see more of Hamler at the combine. Uh, I believe he has wheels for days. He's going to burn the combine up. But you know, Hamler measured in at 5'9", 176, the last place I checked. So we'll get a confirmation on that at the combine. And Tavon Austin measured in at 5'8", 185. So similar uh, height and weight builds. Some other players that Hamler resembles is Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown came into the NFL at 5'9", 170. Uh, 5'9", 176 is Hamler. Tyreek Hill, 5'10", 185. And Deshaun Jackson came in at 5'10", 175. Now, the one thing that all these receivers have in common is they're all Blazers. They all have speed for days, running a 4-2 to a 4-3-40. I don't see K.J. Hamler any different than that. I think he's gonna go to the Combine and absolutely destroy it. Could be one of the fastest, if not the fastest player at the Combine this year. And you can see that it is evident on tape. Uh, If they have an angle on him, they might not even catch him, he's that fast. So let's get into his production, let's look at his analytics side, and then we'll get into the film side. So like I mentioned, as a freshman, he was rehabbing his ACL injury, So he did not get a chance to play as a freshman his following year, his sophomore season. Because he was born in 1999, his sophomore season would have been his age 19 years, two months, right? So if we're looking for a breakout age, we talked about on prior episodes how important uh, the dominator rating is, which is your market share uh, and your breakout age, what point you reach 20% of your team's offense. Now, when we look at market share, I don't include touchdowns. Some do, I don't. What I'm looking for is how involved in the offense is that player? Do they get a lot of the receptions? Do they get a lot of the receiving yards? Touchdowns, they can happen on one play. You could be at the one yard line or you could be at the 20 yard line. it, it It's not a sticky metric. So I look at how involved are they in the offense. For the dominator rating, I'm looking for a 26% of that offense, of the receptions and of the yards. Uh, for my my threshold is 26%. So if you fall below that, it's not eliminating you. It's a red flag. If you're above that, it, it bodes well for your your final grade. So as a sophomore, KJ Handler had 42 receptions, 754 yards, and five touchdowns of his team's offense. Now, that breaks down to 20.4% of his team's receptions and a 26.5% of his team's uh, yards um, and because he, re- he met that 20% threshold of the market share that generates your breakout age. So his breakout age in this, this instance is a 19 age point two. All right, 19 years, two months. Now, as a junior, he accounted for 56 receptions, 904 yards and eight touchdowns. Now again, that is 25.8% of his team's receptions, and 31.4% of his team's yards which is excellent. Both years, he exceeded the yards uh, dominator. And as a sophomore, his receptions did not hit that 26% mark rate. But if you look at his career, for his career, he amassed uh, 30% of his team's receptions and 29% of his team's yards. So that bodes well for us. It's 26%, he exceeds both of those. So that is what we're looking for. Now, let's look at his tape he is a very smooth route runner when you watch his tape now he reminds me he has quick twitch moves like reggie bush he can stop and start on a dime Very, very electric. Uh, He's got elite quickness, especially after the catch. Once the ball's in his hands, he he has the speed uh, to take it all the way. He has uh, the moves, everything that it takes to take it all the way anywhere on the football field. His speed, I would say, he's going to be running in the four threes, probably low four threes. Uh, at the combine so that's exciting to see where he lands there now i think that the nfl is going to knock him a little bit because of his hands Uh, he does have some drops on tape Uh, some big games he had some drops and he seems to like to catch the ball with his body not as much with his hands so he's going to have to um, improve on that now Another thing with his small frame, he's not going to be able to win contested catches. Uh, some of the bigger DBs in the NFL will be able to bully him around. Um, but again, that's not going to be his game. His game is going to be take the top off the defense, quick slants, get him the ball, see what he can do in space. With his frame, there's not much overcoming that. Now, the way I see Hamler at the next level, and it's similar to how we see you know, your Tavon Austins or, or your Hollywood Browns or your Sean Jacksons. There's going to be a time and place for these players on the football field, and they're going to bring a lot of value to the team that drafts them, but how does that translate to your every week fantasy team? Is it going to be a consistent player that you can plug in every week, know you're going to get five to seven catches, 50 to 100 yards? I don't think Hamler is that guy. I think you're going to see, you know, Hamler's going to have some games where he has really big games. And then there's going to be some times where the defense just takes him out of the game, similar to what you see Hollywood Brown um, and some of the other players. Also, because of his size, he's going to be um, subjective to injuries, you know, getting hit by some bigger defensive linemen, linebackers. He's going to be prone possibly to, to injuries because of his frame and because of his size, but he is going to be valuable to his team. I can see him going in the first round for a team that needs a deep threat, similar to what Baltimore did, selecting Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown had the Liz Frank injury. He didn't even run to the combine. They they didn't know how fast he was. They didn't know anything about him, but they knew they needed – A wide receiver to stretch the defense, to give Lamar Jackson more room uh, to maneuver back in the court as the quarterback. Uh, And I think KJ Helmer is going to be used similar. A team's going to need a deep threat, uh, and they're going to select him to be able to take that top off the defense, make sure that they respect that. It's going to open run lanes. It's going to open lanes for the quarterback, uh, also for passes underneath. So I think he's going to be a decent NFL pro. I don't know how that's going to translate to our fantasy teams, though, and be a consistent player best ball formats. I think he's going to be a great pick. Also, landing spot, how are they going to use him? Are they going to have a deep ball quarterback? Can he throw the deep ball? A team like Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, does he replace a player like John Brown? So there's going to be teams and scenarios where he is going to be a good fit. So we'll know more about that when the draft rolls around. Combines coming up this week, so we'll see how he runs. I want to see him in the gauntlet drill as well. Uh, The gauntlet drill allows you to just see how naturally of a catcher the receivers are. Uh, They know the balls are flying at them and they have to be able to catch the ball, drop it, look on to the next quarterback. Now, I've I've heard that the NFL is going to be timing the gauntlet this year, so I don't know if a lot of players are going to want to uh, partake in that. It seems like they're turning the combine into more of a show than actual uh, evaluation uh, process. So hopefully he participates. I want to see how naturally he catches the ball, looks for the next uh, ball, gets rid of the other one, um, see if he can tuck it away, and just kind of how natural is he of a receiver or does he anticipate and want it to hit his body first. Um, So that's our breakdown of KJ Hamler. I am producing a 2020 rookie draft kit. Go to my website, rotolounge.com, backslats, merch. You can find it on there. It's $5. You're not going to find any rookie breakdown kit for $5 or less. And I can promise you my evaluations are going to be as good, if not better, than some of the evaluators that you're already listening to. Uh, I've been evaluating these players for a long time, many, many years down the line here. And I'm just now putting it on paper. Uh, it's going to be a downloadable uh, PDF file that I will email to you. After the draft, I will email you an updated version based on their landing spots with mock drafts. That recommend who you should take and what what picks maybe also some players that are currently available in your rookie leagues or in your fantasy leagues that you might want to trade for if if the pick's not as valuable trade back add some proven talent but i can't stress enough five dollars it's going to be the best investment you made if you're preparing for your rookie drafts and you don't know where to turn road merch uh, the rookie draft guide i'll also have a season-long draft guide uh, and we'll get into that as the season progresses but Check out the website. Check me out on Twitter at Roto Lounge. I'm also on Instagram where I talk about the bourbons, the jazz. So find me on Instagram at Roto underscore lounge. Follow me. Download the podcast. Subscribe. You can find it on Apple. Leave me a review. Whatever you feel is necessary. But show me some love. Tell your friends. And I appreciate everyone that wants to be a part of this. And the, the YouTube concept is going to allow you to come into the lounge. With that being said, I'm going to get out of here. I appreciate you coming by. Finish your drink. You don't have to go home, but you got to leave here. Have a good one, guys.